Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Hashes podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts. Utah State running back Darwin Thompson has had a bunch of headlines this offseason. His incredible weight room strength, along with him being named NFL.com's one of their 18 most freak athletes in all of college football list. The JUCO transfer is looking to make a name for himself on the football field this season. He intends to lead Utah State to a Mountain West title. I am lucky enough to be joined by Darwin here today. Darwin, what is what has the time in the Utah State program been like for you so far? Uh, it's been great. It's definitely a culture shock as far as football goes. Coaching staff, it's about business. It's, it's definitely the D1. I mean, it's a change from JUCO. Mm-hmm. But I was at the D1 and JUCOs. I had some of the greatest coaches, and this is just a level up from that. We are here to help me develop me as a working back as a young man. And you mentioned briefly the culture shock. Just what specifically stood out from you going from Oklahoma all the way up to all the way out to Utah? The things about the Mormon religion that I've never known anything about. I don't hear too much of that in Oklahoma. They're in their own bubble out here, in Utah. Right. That's it. That's it's the way of life. That's, they live a different lifestyle. I'd be back home. Mm-hmm. Well, let me take you back home real quick, Darwin. We're going to go to Jenks uh, High School in Oklahoma. What did your recruitment look like coming out of high school, and why was Northeastern Oklahoma A&M the best option for you at the time? Really, I immature mentally in high school. I would point the finger elsewhere and not point it at myself. I thought I was at my best in high school. I, I want to go back and help kids mature mentally at a younger age to get past that point. But it was a great option for me just to give me time to mature and see people backgrounds and struggles and realize that I ain't always I ain't got it the worst. And I've seen, you know, it's it's been well documented on Twitter at least, you know, just some of the things you do in the weight room. When did that work ethic start? Was that something that you had in high school, or was that really the JUCO that really brought that out of you? No, that started in high school. I, I thank Jordan Johnson. He put that fire in. That was my strength coach in high school. He coached at a number of different SEC, Big 12 programs. So he brought that same energy to us in high school. Just to think for me to have an SEC strength coach at the high school level as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. He changed my whole game, and he gave me great work ethic. From there on, I just stuck with it. I knew what it took to be a championship team in the, at the high school level. So I tried to take the same things to my junior college. Actually, so it all it all carried over in the weight room. My, it took to my last year at JUCO when I accomplished championship. But uh, I felt like I was a huge leader that year, and everyone started to follow up. He started going harder in the weight room and just wanted to be stronger. And for the listeners who haven't had the pleasure of seeing you play on the football field yet, can you describe your playing style for them, what you consider some of your biggest strengths? The way I lift in the weight room and the way I play on the football field is two different things. You would think I was a bruiser, mm-hmm. but I only run into contact when I have to. The majority of the time I'm trying to make the first guy I miss every time. That's my that's my was raised on that. My dad brought me up, man. Every guy I missed. 
and I got notes on my phone. It reminds me every morning. He would make the third guy miss, and the second guy miss, and maybe a touchdown. So I really live on that elusiveness uh, in my vision. I really study other running backs just to see how they come out of prompt. Like, what's their problem solution? The hole that was supposed to be there isn't there. What are you going to do? So I, I believe my vision is one of the biggest things. Who are some running backs, either past or present, that you have taken some things from their game? Who are, who are those guys that stick out to you? Um, definitely Barry Sanders. I watch Barry Sanders on and on. It's really hard to study his game because he did some things that not every human is capable of doing. But I watch Amir Abdullah, Jared McKinnon, Edith Smith. I watch a little bit of Le'Veon Bell, but I try to stick to guys that are around my same height who did it at the D1 level and at the college level. I really like Saquon Barkley's game. Yeah, those are a couple of guys that I really like to study. I really stick near Abdullah and Edo Smith, though. Well, you're in a unique position. You experienced the recruiting process heavily twice. What was the process like the second time around? Why did you end up choosing Utah State? Every school that recruited me was a blessing. It was, uh, I was very blessed because coming out of high school, I didn't have anything. I was really confused coming out of high school. I had no idea what Juco was. Juco, I actually thought growing up all my life, then you want to see that movie Gridiron Gang. I thought that's what Juco was. <laughs> You got the chance to play football, so I'm thinking. And this is what my dad always told me. If I don't get my grades straightened out, then I'm going to be going to JUCO. So, yeah, I ended up in JUCO. But the recruiting process in JUCO, it was a book. And I had a couple of different offers. It just happened to be Utah State. My head coach is from Oklahoma. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, I got a, my O-line coach is from Oklahoma. So when I came out here, it really felt like home. The facilities were nice, but my mindset was so much past that, like, I'm not, I wasn't at high school no more. I'm thinking, it's going to develop me an NFL caliber running back. But I wanted my mental to be there. My game, I can, me and my dad been doing this all my life. My game, can, he can help me with that. But who's going to get my mental there? I want to be football smart. I want to be that quarterback in the backfield next to the quarterback. So I feel like Utah State was business, straight business. So my strength coach is really one of the best in the country. I love the weight room. So once I met him, it was the I knew I was Utah State Aggie. And as far as other players that are going up, coming up through the JUCO ranks or players that are thinking about going JUCO, is there any advice that you can give to them, just some words of encouragement? The process ultimately is focusing on the now and not the end result. A lot of kids in JUCO get caught up. When is my offer going to come? When is my offer going to come? If you focus on them games that you're playing now and really dominate and really focus on, let's let's take this team to the championship. Ultimately, if you got a winning team, the coach is going to be like, them guys are winning because they got kids that are winners and that can play ball. So they're going to come see y'all. Then that, that extra work, always putting that extra work. That's one thing. But I noticed at the D1 level, not a lot of guys like to do the extra work. So yeah, Juco, me and my brothers, we put that extra work every day. And I, I really thank them the most. I think my parents, you know, and I thank the people who support me, but my brothers and me, 
we pushed we pushed each other to get that extra work in every day just to make sure we all got out. And now half my team is playing power five football or a group of five football. D one somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just tell you that y'all brothers stick together and get that extra work in every day. Well, as far as getting that work in, Darwin, what are a couple of things that you're most focused on improving before the season starts? I definitely want to improve my footwork, my foot speed, my second level speed after I break from the safety, my pass blocking. I want to. I just want to be a, a complete back, all around back. I got a lot of guys who came out of Oklahoma with me that are great backs: Josh Jacobs, Justice Hill, Shamari Brooks. It was just 2015 after them guys came out of high school, and they all Alabama, Oklahoma State, Tulsa, some great backs. So you seeing them guys doing it at the D1 level, I want to be greater or just as good as them at this level. Well, you were named as one of N- one of NFL.com's 18 most freakish athletes of 2018. How did you find out about that honor, and what was your reaction when you heard you were named to the list? So my best friend plays at Oklahoma, uh, Marquise Overton, plays D-line. So we used to go out in high school. I think he playing a joke on me. And I had woke up and he sent me a text, a picture of that article. I'm like, man, where you find this <laughs> picture? Uh, you made this? What you? <laughs> he goes, nah, that's on the NFL Network. So I looked it up myself. I seen it. I'm like, man. I ain't even did nothing in D1 football yet. It's, it's a cool, I'm, I'm honored to be recognized, you me, but I did nothing at this level, and I'm just ready to show it on the field. Were any of your friends kind of busting on you a little bit when they saw the when they saw the article, uh, Mr. Athlete or anything it, like that? It's crazy. Like, <laughs> I showed up to workouts the next day, everybody called me the freak. <laughs> I showed up next door to my friend, or to one of my teammates' house, they called me the freak. I see my roommate, we played against each other our last game in JUCO. And he was a part of the last chance U team. And so and now I'm getting fun people calling him, oh man, DJ Williams. He's famous, he last chance you. You have to watch out. He's talking about, and that's the freak show right there. That's, the <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but, nah, it's, it's all good. I, I like the fact that I was honored. But, this is just stuff I do to prevent injury. I mean, the weight room is pumping and all, but like, I'm no weightlifter. I don't want to be a powerlifter. I just do this to prevent injury. And when I'm at my strongest, my game is at its best. I got confidence above all loss. So, as far as getting into fall camp, what are a couple things that you're looking to really prove to the coaches mm-hmm. and to the other players on the team? Really, I, I went. When I first got here, my first spring that I my ankle, I played the rest of the spring on a sprained ankle. And so I just want to show that I'm durable, and when I'm at my best, I can be one of the top in the country. It's just, I haven't, I haven't reached the television screen yet, and I really feel like once they see what I'm actually capable of, when I'm playing with my confidence, then I'll be one of our top backs. And as far as moving forward into the 2018 season, Darwin, what are some team and individual goals that you have set? Is there a, is there a amount of rushing yards you want? Is there a amount of wins that you think the team can achieve? What's what would make it a successful year? A successful year. I mean, 
the individual accolades are cool, but I really want that Mount West Championship. So I, I think our team has really been grinding. That Mount West Championship would be game, good, like a good win thing for the program. Yeah, 1,100 yards or 15-plus touchdowns. Anything, anything would be good for me, but that Mount West Championship, I really would like to have that. Well, Darren, last question for you for me. I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation. We're going to move further into the future. We're going to say that even though you haven't started your Utah State career, we're going to say it's it's about rolling down, okay? You, we're going to say you had a ton of success. Every goal that you set out to achieve at the Division One level at Utah State, you achieved. Your team was very successful. You're graduated. What's next for Darwin Thompson? What's the dream? I wish I would have grew up saying I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer so I could go somewhere else but I grew up saying I wanted to be a football player and that's an NFL football player that's what it will be I'll be playing in the league one day and nothing will stop me from that they say they call me D-Train but it's not the way I run it's the way I train my mindset I'm the conductor of this life well just a just a little half question here for you I, I lied to you, I guess. It's not the last one. We're going to say that the dream happens, and I'm sure it will for you because you are you have an amazing drive behind you. You make it to the NFL, and you had a pick of, to play for any team that you choose. Who would that dream team be? You see, you, growing up, it was the Oakland Raiders, but the Oakland Raiders coming off Las Vegas. Yeah. So San Francisco 49ers, that's one I'm at. All right, well, Darwin, I want to wish you the best of luck for the 2018 season and way beyond that, okay? Appreciate it. With that, this will end my interview with Utah State running back Darwin Thompson. I'd like to thank Darwin again so much for taking the time to speak to me today and all the listeners for tuning in. Please join me and the rest of the crew for the next edition of Inside the Hashes.